My name is Ray Ronan and I wrote a book with my kids. It changed everything. This is our journey, our story. What will your story be? Well, hello to you, wherever you are. It's evening here in Dublin, Ireland. It's dark out. Everybody's in bed, I think. The place is quiet and I wanted to talk to you about why I wrote a book with my kids and what set us on the path to doing it. Well, as good stories do, it started out with something happening. A bit like a Pixar story formula. Once upon a time, there was me. A father intent on doing the best I could as the father in our home. So when I found myself in a divorce situation, obviously my world crumbled and I was moving out of the family home and it was the toughest and most heart-wrenching experience of my life. Now this is five years ago, so I can talk about it with some sense of detachment in some ways. But at the time, it was so traumatic. I had to do it when my boys were not there. You know, I couldn't have them remembering forever the day that I walked out that door with my bags. I couldn't have them envisioning their dad walking out or seeing that image in, their, in forever of the day that daddy walked out with the suitcases. Very tough time, but these things do happen. And sometimes you don't realize that maybe it's the best thing that you ever did for you and for your family. And then at that time, I was facing a new and unplanned and scary future. Yeah, I wanted my life back, my old life, but that was just not going to happen. And the worst of all, I was afraid of losing my kids. In a physical sense, you know, um, not getting time with them, but also losing their respect, losing them because I'd, I didn't want them feeling like I'd walked out on them. Now, my friends and my family saw my complete loss of trauma, or sense of loss rather, of the trauma. And my confidence was shattered. And if you told me it was an alien, a Martian, you know what, I would have believed you. And I took a big career risk as well and an income risk. And I was flying at the time, still doing some flying. But then I grounded myself immediately for a period of time. So my headspace is full here. If something went wrong, I wouldn't have the headspace to handle this. So I said, no, can't do it for a while. So I was facing being a part-time dad at best too. And what if I lost my kids at worst? And perhaps my job. Hero to zero overnight. Now, I pick up my two boys with bated breath from the house when it was their turn to be with me. And each time I dropped them off, it felt like I was walking out of that home and out of their lives over and over again. You know, and, but after a time, I, I knew that that feeling had to stop. Couldn't do that because it was torture. That relationship with myself, with them, had to change. And I had to find new ways to connect with them. And this is what happened. Now, I write books. So... I found relief for for the kids. They needed fun. We needed a whole lot more fun in stories. And as we drove to the west coast of Ireland, I'd make up stories about Queen Maeve and the clans and the Vikings. And, and those stories grew and with more twists and turns. And as time went on, I'd ask the boys to add their own twists and turns. And one day, they came up with a, an idea of a silver hot rod car. So out of mythology, Irish mythology, comes a silver hot rod car. But that's okay. That's how kids' minds work, which is wonderful and which is how it led us to where we are today. It's their minds. Now, one day, 
This now four-year-old, well, then four-year-old Jake said, Daddy writes books. Can't be that hard. Let's do it. <laughs> wow, from the mouth of babes. Yeah, I thought, whoa, maybe the kid's on something. That would be our thing, our way to connect. Because I really felt like I was disconnected from the kids in the sense that I felt like a stranger, a part-time dad who came to visit and pick him up and off we'd go for a couple of days and back again. And it just didn't feel, it was, there was something not working, something disconnection going on, a big, big disconnect. And this was something we could do together, father and sons. Yeah, no problem, I thought. I write adult books, novels, right? 500 pages with plot twists and turns and heavily researched. You know, and I tried fitting all the mechanics that a modern day thriller needs. You know, something that could easily translate into a Hollywood movie. I write a book that takes me six months to a year to research. Intense stuff. Not intense books, but intense work and, and a fun ride for everybody. 500 pages, yeah. I can do a 28-page kids book about a, a silver hot rod car. There's a lot to learn. <laughs> sure, I can do that. I said, yes, of course, let's do it. But we didn't. The more I thought about it, the less confident I was that we could do this, that I could do this. And I started to fear starting that book. Actually, for fear of failing to complete it, a 28-page children's book. I was afraid that I, well, I didn't know. I had no idea how to do it. Pictures with text. Kidding. I mean, where do you get them done? What format? How? What's the technical side of it? There's a lot of work in a kid's book. The more I looked into it, the, the way. So I began to relent to my fear. Um, and I was letting them down. So I avoided it. And with it came more doubt again. And even the storytelling dropped off. Which is a bit sad. Um, I was losing it, th that connection. So anyway... After a few months, Jake said, whatever happened to Silver Horror, Daddy? We were going to write it, are we? And as he said this, and as he talked about Silver Hot Rod, he was asking, I realised he was asking me about his story, um, their book, not mine. You know, they will be writing this. This was their book, not mine. And I was, I was merely the facilitator. I was the the go-between in, in, in some ways, even though we'd be doing it together, you know. Um, I was part of the team and we'd be doing it together, but it, this is their story, their book. And I, I don't know why, but it felt like um, easier because it wasn't something that I would have to create to show them that we could do it. This was something that they wanted to do and they were the ones driving this. So I nodded and promised and... I spent the next year or more um, researching it, doing online courses, spent a lot of money <laughs> reading on these courses, reading books, trying to figure out just how I could put this children's illustrated book together. Because it had to be a good book. I didn't just want, you know, we, we could do something at home with paper. We Actually, we have quite a few books at home that we created uh, ourselves and we bound them together. They look really good. I must stick those up on the website sometime. But this was something they wanted to produce. And they wanted to plan it. They wanted to write the book. They wanted to publish it online. And they wanted a print copy in their hands. This is what they said. That's what they wanted. Uh, how? A kid's book. A children's book. You know, I've helped people publish books. 
I'm, I don't know how many books I had. It's up to 50 now, 40 books with myself and others. I've <laughs> never done a kid's book, ever. And the whole thing was that adults write books. All the people that I know write books are adults. And, and anybody who writes children's books, you know, it's all like, well, when you plan and write a book, you know, you've got to think about the uh, children. Yeah, but the thing is, you've got to th think about the adults because they're the ones buying the book. Think about that when you plan the story, plan the cover, plan the, you know, the learning that's in there for the kids because at the end of the day is the parents who write or uh, who buy the book. This time around, it was going to be kids writing for kids. Whole different ball game. But kids don't write kid, uh, kids' books, right? Yes, they do. Now I know. It's opened up a whole new world for me. But still, how to get the pictures? What type of pictures? How to lay it all out there so we not only get it published online, but get a printed copy in our hands, in their hands, right? Because that is what I promised we'd do. Now, so what we did, we planned it out and they decided what the characters would say. We found an illustrator online. We work with one in Argentina, believe it or not, brilliant artist. And the boys picked the characters, the colors, the style. They pretty much, they, you know, they were the drivers for this. I was the facilitator, uh, but we, we had such great fun together. And the great thing about it was that when they weren't with me, I would send things that the publisher or the writer the illustrator had said to me and uh, I would send it to them on WhatsApp or Viber through their mommy's phone and they would look at it and they would approve stuff and it was a great way to stay connected and then finally nearly a long time two years later they clicked they clicked that publish button to publish it online what a wow moment really and we cheered, really, we cheered, we jumped up and down and uh, we wanted to see the book appear bing straight away. But now, of course, it's uh, Amazon. <laughs> okay, your book is now pending and it may take up to 24 hours to see your book online. Oh my God, that was a long 24 hours. But wow, two years after that first statement, hey, Daddy writes books, can't be that hard. A printed copy of their book arrived in the post. Now, it arrived when the kids were with their mommy for a few days. So it sat unopened on that table until it was their day with me. And I'll tell you, I wanted to open that book so badly. You know, it was sitting there, <laughs> very tempting. You know, I, I, yeah, when they did arrive, the look on their face was incredible. They opened that book, that uh, parcel, and uh, the book in their hands was a super thing to see. And we all hugged. This was their book, and we'd done it together. And we connected in an incredible way over that time and in our achievement together in that moment. Isn't that cool? Really? Isn't that cool? It really was. So from hero to zero, I'm back to hero again. Well, at least in my boy's eyes, right? Then another wow. They won an award for it in one of the world's top competitions. The Wishing Shelf Awards in the UK. They're brilliant. Um, they're... It's a, yeah, it's a very prestigious award and it's the Alliance of Independent Authors. Um, it's the only award that the Alliance of Independent Authors actually um, back and, and that's just a super endorsement for, the, for their work. You know what the most amazing thing was though? My worst fear was crushed. 
I had not lost my boys, but in fact I had gained uh, two rounded ground and they're now very confident young chaps who gained a whole world of creativity. They had a whole world of creativity opened up to them. And they're now on the road to being business savvy. They're now 8 and 12. Technical. They can run a team and work with illustrators and others we find online from all over the world. They sell at markets and are now learning how to create an online entrepreneurial business of their own. Yes, and they are kids. They live in the now and they're doing it at their own pace and that's just fine, right? This is a lifelong journey for them, for us. It's a, it's, it's the benefits of what they're doing is, are countless and uh, I've got it all noted and written down and I'm going to share it with you and the benefits of what other people have shared with me about their journey of writing a book with their kids. So I want to help others do the same. I want to help you write a book with your kids if that's your intent, if that's what you want to do for your reasons. Um, anyway, that's my hero to zero to hero story and uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's helped inspire you in some ways to help you get through what you're doing. Don't let um, doubt and fear stop you. In fact, use them as driving forces to achieve what you want. Thanks for listening to our story. Hope it helps yours.